What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Business Breakthrough. In this episode, I sit down with Matt Shank, and I know I tell you guys every so often that this is one of my favorite business breakthroughs, but this one really is one of my favorite business breakthroughs. I mean, Matt is in a unique situation. He's got his brother working alongside him. He left the company he was unhappy with, wants to, wanted to start his own business, has been trudging along, um, but really just needed some guidance on uh, next steps. You know, a lot of us are at different stages. I've learned that everyone's at a different stage. Matt's at a stage that uh, I feel like he's one or two or maybe three really good decisions and a little bit of an investment away from really uh, getting some serious momentum. I think a lot of us are where Matt is. So I'd love to uh, just tell you, hey, listen to this one twice. It's one of those that you might want to catch twice if you can. Um, take some mental notes and jot down some things that you felt uh, would be beneficial for you because we covered a lot. So enjoy this business breakthrough. And real quick, if you want to join me on a business breakthrough, uh, please reach out. You can you can message me on uh, on Instagram. There's also a link, I believe, below the podcast uh, where you can just book a time and uh, would love to help you in any area that you're struggling in your business. Absolutely free, no charge, uh, just with the benefit of me being able to share it with everyone else. So if you're up for that, I'd love to chat with you. Without further ado, enjoy this business breakthrough. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right, they're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener, it's so much better, and that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time, and that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat, and that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. All right, what's going on, everyone? I'm here with Matt with Shank Painting out in Oregon. Uh, we have just completed a drip jobs onboarding, and you know it just came up that we would knock out a business breakthrough at the same time. Um, first off, what do you think about drip jobs? Oh man, I'm pumped to be. Uh, I'm pumped to have it. I'm pumped for the time I'm going to have back to be able to spend with my family and not just be sitting there writing out texts to people. And uh, I'm stoked. My kid's going to be stoked. Uh, I'm pumped to be working with you. Love it, dude. Easy to use. Oh my goodness, dude. It's, it's streamlined. It's, it's, it's a better communicator than me. Uh, I love it. I'm glad, I'm glad to outsource it. Dude, I appreciate that. So um, anyway, so let's dive in, man. So business breakthrough, man. Usually when I start these, I really just kind of, and I've, since you and I've been talking, I kind of got to feel um, really, I can kind of break it, break down what, what, where you are, you, you know, it's you and another person. I know you're doing the painting. I know you're kind of all over the place. So what's, the, what's the area of your business that uh, you really feel like you would want to capitalize on? Like, what is that area for you that you're just like, man, I need to get over this hump? Uh, for me, it's really just like the lead generation and also my sales process probably. And just like, okay. I'm just going to go with my lack of success in really nailing those leads down has been in my poor sales process. And, uh, and maybe just doing more of an intake to try to like really see where the customer's at before we get to that point. Uh, so I'm not, you know, walking into a, a bid that's just going to for sure not work out where I could have just asked a few questions on a phone call and saved us both a pile of time, you know? Well, let me ask you this. What questions are you wanting to ask on the phone call? Um, man, this sounds, sounds bad, but like, I just know there's a ton of people that are just looking for the lowest number. So I try to get a feel for that kind of, you know what I mean? Just like, do you guys have so a that worries project me. or that worries huh? me big time worries me. 
big all time. Right. You are not in a position right now at all to be filtering out opportunity. Okay. Gotcha. And that's something that I think a lot of contractors do because most guys take it personally that, uh, that people don't value the trade enough in, in their words to pay the money that they believe should be paid for the services in a sense and your time. The thing about it is, is the reason why you want to do that is because you're operating in so many different channels right now with production, answering the phone, all these things. We alleviated a little bit of your responsibility with drip jobs, but yes, where I'm getting at is, is that you see it as I have, if I'm going to drive all the way out there, it's, it better be worth my time, right? Uh, mostly just like, uh, I just try to find out, you know, it's like, if you guys are just going to go with the lowest bid, I know it's not going to be me period. So like, right. But uh, listen, but hear me out, hear me out. Every opportunity from now until you hit 500,000 in a year is valuable, dude. First of all, yeah. number one, it's practice. That's number one, bro. You yeah, need true that. practice. You need the, you need practice. I used, I never turned anyone down. I don't care if somebody told me, bro, that they wanted their front door painted. I wasn't going there with the mindset that I was just going to quote a front door, dude. I was going yeah. there with the mindset that I was going to sell them on the whole house. Yeah. The paint in the front door the is a foot in the door with those people. Yeah. It's an opportunity. You have to understand a couple of things about people and, and the biggest word that you need when it comes to your sales process is value. You have to build it. It doesn't exist until you create it. You understand? First yeah. of all, you're the professional. They don't understand what's going on. Usually they just see a picture on Pinterest and then what <laughs> they Bingo, say, yeah. help me make this happen. And in their mind, number one, majority of people have never hired a professional painting contractor before. So you can't blame them for not having an idea of what it costs. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, definitely. For sure. Or like, and and it's my job to alleviate that sticker shock with a firm explanation and justification of brother, the value. It's there. not even about that. First of all, it's about you. Cause you come across as super trustworthy, super friendly. You're almost somebody that they want to be friends with rather than just like some guy coming over to give a quote. And the way you are, you don't have to be overzealous. You just have to be the way you are and say, Hey, listen, I know you may have had some idea of how this project, you know, or how much this project would cost, but let me explain to you why it's going to cost more. And I'm going to break this down for you. So you really understand first things first, let's talk interior. When you paint interior trim, tell me your process. If I hired you to paint my trim really easy we're gonna come in we're gonna vacuum everything so all of our tape adheres very well we're gonna mask off everything we're gonna come in we're gonna sand it fill it vac it tack it and then we're gonna come in we're gonna hand brush a nice coat of enamel paint on it beautiful when you're getting a phone call and someone says yeah i just want my trim painted you know and you do this pre-qualification of you know okay great you know i mean did you have a budget assigned to the project and then they go, well, not really. Uh, I was, you know, well, you know, maybe I was just wanting to spend like 500 bucks. And then you go, well, listen, unfortunately, like, you know, uh, you know, we're, we're a little bit higher than the competition. You're not going to be a jerk, but you're probably yeah. like just feeling out what their budget is. They don't know that you're going to do all that stuff. 
totally got you. So before I ever let them know everything I'm doing, I'm already coming at them about, well, can you afford it? And they're like, what, what is it, man? They don't know what the freak you're talking about. Like they don't understand you. the. So you, what you just did to me is you just sold me on why I should pick you other than the guy who gave them the idea of what they should pay. Because the reality is people are going to get more than one quote. Then the vast majority of anyone doing this is doing that just so they, they, they feel like they're not getting screwed over. And the yeah. problem is, is that you might be the second or third. So when they have a budget in mind, what are they basing it off of? Three things, friends and family. And, mm -hmm. and yeah, usually friends and family, a previous experience or another bid. That's it. Okay. Yeah. You offer a superior service. You are pretty much coming in. You're going to vacuum the baseboards that I haven't cleaned in seven months. You're going to wipe them down. So the tape adheres and make sure that, or the floors, right? So the tape adheres to the floor. Is that what you were saying? Yeah. Just like the whole surface, the trim, the wall, the right. like base. So right what you board. need to yeah. be doing, and when, and this is my passion when it comes to sales, bro, is that like you offer something very different to the vast majority of individuals who just want to hire a painter. They think everyone does it the same in their eyes. They painted the, their daughter's room six months ago. And to them, all they did was dip the brush in and slap some paint on. It looks horrible, yeah. but that's yeah, how they, sure. that's how they see painting. Okay. Mm -hmm. You are a facilitator of an extraordinary experience. Understand humans. People naturally pay more for an extraordinary experience. Let me ask you this. What's your favorite restaurant? Oh man, there's this spot out in Portland. It's a Brazilian spot. They come and they serve the like meat straight off the skewers to your table. Hundred like, bucks the, minimum every time, oh, right? Exa exactly. Yeah. Hundred bucks. Dude. Man, you know you're going in there. That's a hundred bucks. Okay. Oh yeah, I go in there happy Can to you, spend a hundred bucks. Exactly. Like, exactly. But here's the thing, right? If somebody was like, "Hey, we're a Brazilian steakhouse," okay, we offer Brazilian food. And that, and that restaurant you love came to you and said, hey, we're a Brazilian steakhouse and we offer Brazilian food. And you talk to them and say, okay, well, you know, how much is it going to be? Well, the one on the right says hundred bucks minimum. The other guy says, yeah, we could do it for 40 bucks. You and your, your significant other can have a great time. You wouldn't know the difference. So you would essentially by default, naturally as a normal human, somebody with logic would go, yeah, I'll go with right. the cheaper one. If the experience is the same. Yeah, exactly. If it's not going to be any different, you guys are doing the same stuff with the same product. Same stuff. I'm getting Brazilian steak. That's it. Somebody who doesn't know the experience. But let's say, now let's split the script. Let's say the guy on the right who said 100 bucks minimum said, but wait a minute, Matt, let me just explain to you what you can expect. First of all, the ambiance in our restaurant is a dim, nice, cool tone, good music playing, Brazilian music. Our servers go through a monthly training on how to cut the steak to perfection when it comes up to your table. We got rotisseries working in the back kitchen, moving this meat to where it's just sweating meat juice at all times. The meat is tender to the bone. We actually have a quality control person in the back, making sure that not one ounce of steak goes out. That is nothing less than perfection. So when it gets to your table, it's almost like it came right off the grill every single time. And just so point, you know, worth it, worth it, shut up and take my money at that point. You know what I mean? That's like, all I had to say. Right. So then, so then the other guy says, oh, well, yeah, you know, it's actually just buffet style, you know, and, and you just come grab your food and it's a great place to hang out, you know? And it's like, 
oh, okay, I see why there's a difference. So yeah, when it comes down to your services, Matt, okay, remember what I just told you, because this is why people feel the way they do about, you know, about paying more money is because no one's doing a good enough job of explaining why they're paying more money. They're just generally seeing us as the same. You understand? Yeah, for sure. No, I get you. Okay. But you have to also understand who you're selling to. Okay. Because that customer that's calling, you have to understand like what the motivation is first, because you don't want to oversell and that could happen. So let me give you an example. Hey, Matt, I'd like for you to come paint my trim. And then you come to the house and do what I told you to do. You go in there and you talk about the vacuuming. You talk about the bondoing, the sanding. You talk about everything that you're going to do to make sure that this is the best trim job they're ever going to get in their life. Yep. But you failed to ask why they want the job done. You just failed to ask. It was just one of those things. You just, and at the end, they say, yeah, man, actually, I mean, I'm just getting ready to move. And I was just hoping to get this thing uh, done, <laughs> you know? Yeah, for sure. And then you go give them a quote, like they're going to live in that house for the next 10 years and enjoy the job when they're just trying to get it, you know, coat a lipstick on it and get out it. of there. You got it. So you sold in the wrong direction. So what you need to do is first identify who you're selling to. And that doesn't mean that those people aren't going to be your customers. It just means that they value something else a lot more. What do they value? Someone that's selling their house. Give me, tell me what you think they value. Oh, they, they value just, you know, an uh, economical job. That's not going to hit their pocket. I wouldn't say much. economical job. I wouldn't say that they value not convenience. They don't right, value, yeah. they don't value the experience. They, they value convenience. Convenience is when can he get this done? So I can get my house listed. Gotcha. So the whole time that should be your focus. Say, Hey, listen, I'm usually booked out six months, but if you want me to come in here, I may be able to tweak my schedule a little bit to get in here next week. Yeah, for sure. You see, you're not worth the project. You're going to do a great job. They get that. They're not, that's not why they called you. They're yeah. calling at this point. If they're calling you for that reason, they're probably in a jam and they want to get their house sold. Same goes with people that are moving in. They can't do anything until the house is painted. Th those people, yes, you want to go in a little bit about your expert level experience and you want to talk about the convenience of being able to get it done in a quick time because you're aligning what's important to them with what you can offer, which gives them the incentive to pay more. Does that make sense? Yeah, bingo. If I let them know that it's like, hey, you guys want in your house by this date, we can have it done three days before that and have everything ready to go and cleaned up so you guys can walk in and have your movers come Love right it. on in. Even better, you could say, listen, I actually thrive when you know we are put against the, the barrel when it comes to time frames. I will make sure this house is done, like you said, in three days. We'll facilitate everything. Even if you have other trades coming in, I, I can be the guy you trust to just make sure they're doing a good job. Like those things. Remember, put yourself in the position of the buyer and you will be a phenomenal seller because you're thinking, man, if I moved into a house, oh man, I got to get it painted and I can't move in and there's boxes and I can't do anything. If the painter that I talked to before said he's four weeks out, I'm frustrated. The next guy's six weeks out. You're probably four weeks out, but guess what? You have the mindset of a, a businessman saying, Hey, I actually know that there's a couple customers that aren't in a big rush and we got some rain coming. So Bingo. let, me, yeah, let sure. me be creative here and and you can actually sell jobs top dollar, bro, for the convenience aspect of them being able to move in. Say, listen, I'll make it to where you can you can move in on the day your movers get here. Does that sound good? Uh, I mean, I'm not even moving. It sounds great to me.
<laughs> you know? So, so I just want you to understand, like, first of all, you being a, a one man show essentially with a helper right now, that's what I see you as. Cause you're probably doing most of the work oh, yeah. you have. You do not have the luxury of turning away opportunity because maybe you can't handle the demand, but also you need to be practicing this stuff to where when you do get a point to where you're just keeping a team busy, you're going to capitalize on your opportunity because you're just going to be so fluid when it comes to sales. Never, ever ask somebody what their budget is over the phone. Literally, that is like my one rule. It's first of all, super disrespectful. Me as a good buyer, like when I'm, I'm a good buyer, bro, I will pay good for good service because I provide totally. one. I understand what that is. If somebody pre-qualified me over the phone like that, I don't care who they are, bro. I would never go. I would never allow them to earn my business. I appreciate that, dude. I appreciate you telling me that, man. I would never do it. I mean, they, you know, you don't know who you're talking to. You don't know what their experiences are that you don't know what is going on. Your job is to create the value and remember the restaurant analogy I gave you, because in other words, some people just see painting as painting. Mm -hmm. They haven't been through a bad experience. They haven't gotten a bad tattoo. So they don't know to pay for a really good tattoo artist. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. I hear you, man. You know, some people just see tattoo as a tattoo. I almost made that mistake when I was 16. Okay. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> I think everyone had, man. It was just guy doing tattoos, man. But thank God I, I didn't have any money. Perfect. <laughs> you know? So yeah. So I, I, I escaped that narrowly, but essentially I understand the, the concept of, you know, there's a couple of things that frame their thinking. So when it comes to your sales process, again, go in there and create the value, give them a reason to pay more or mm -hmm. else see what their motivation is. Absolutely. So let's talk about your production because it's you and another person. Can I ask why? Uh, just because like, uh, let's see. So my, my whole company was pretty much born out of like the pandemic. And like, I was working on a big crew at that time that I had learned to paint from. And then I just, you know, I had a five-year-old at home or whatever. And I just wanted to, you know, not be on a big crew at that time. And so I went out on my own and, uh, just started tackling houses myself entirely. And that's a lot of climbs as I'm sure, you know, and, uh, so eventually I was just able to bring on my brother as a helper and, uh, just between like, you know, my horrible sales process where I start off with the one question you don't ask, I uh, just haven't been able to nail down a whole ton of leads to bring on more people to start crunching through jobs like that. Every, so, every person that calls you deserves you because they found you and they're calling you. Don't worry about the money in the first six months of your business. Just get reviews, get, get opportunity. Like, again, you just yeah. don't have that luxury. Even me, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm at the point where I, don't, I only turn down people if they don't want our job type. I will ask what they want done. I'm not at this point. I'm not going to just like go for a front door right now. I'm, I'm at that point now where I know we just can't do it. You know, yeah. I will, you know, I'll ask about scope. I will not talk about budget, you know? So I'm like, if they want their deck stained, I'm like, listen, you know, unfortunately, you know, we are far out. We only really do it, full interiors, full exteriors. Would you like a quote for that? And uh, you will say yes or no, you know, but gotcha. I'm at that stage where I'm, I'm allowed to do that. You're not. No, but I, at that point, you're still, at least you're still offering a service regardless of if you aligned with their actual I, yeah, job. Bro, because some way, somehow they found my company, bro. And like, for me, it's so valuable. Like some people get so far deep and they, they, they think that they're like amazing and, and they, they don't remember what it was like to be early on. We were just waiting for that phone to ring, bro. And it's like, for me, yeah. I'll never lose that appreciation. So like, just again, uh, maybe you've heard, uh, there's other people out there who coach and say, Hey, you need to pre-qualify everyone. And like, you're like, you're like, it's almost like it's you versus the customers. And I'm like, you know, no, like you, you're here to serve. 
and maybe they just don't know. Do you know how many jobs, bro? There's one, one example I'll give to you, and then we'll go back to your production. One job early on, he just wanted the front door painted, dude. He was selling his house. He thought that painting the front door would do it. Okay. Um, I go there and I say, Hey man, do you mind if I just like show you around the house? Cause initially off the bat, I saw some cracking and I say, look, this is going to come up on the, uh, inspection just so you know. So you're going to have to get it fixed. And he's like, Oh really? Like these, some people just don't understand house, bro. Like you can't yeah, just expect sure. people to understand house. Like not everyone is like us. Like we're not, they're not in the trades. They might be in finance or banking and they just suck at house. They just sleep in, yeah. it, you know, yeah. I say, Hey man, there's some moisture going to be seeping in here. Like, I'm just saying like, it's going to be a red flag. It's going to be a little bit hard to sell. You know, normally when we paint the exterior of a house, you know, we fill those cracks and, and we paint it, you know? Um, and he's like, oh, you know what, man, can you just give me a quote on that? I say, perfect yeah absolutely and i'm like you know just so you know we do interior work as well do you want me to look through and see if there's anything that we could do he's like you know what yeah just take a look through and see and i'm like yeah well there's a crack there and this is coming apart here and he's like you know man look this is a beautiful house like i know you just wanted to maybe get the front door painted but at some point or another you ready for this dude this is a crusher man i was like either you're going to pay to have this done or this or the buyer is going to negotiate to have it done which is probably going to be way more than what it's going to cost you to have it done Bingo. And he's like, and he's like, man, you're right, dude. $14,000 job nice, inside and outside. Man. Okay. Right there. You know what I'm saying? And that was early on. And that's, that's what framed my mindset is like, dude, and you I showed up not, for a door, showed up for a door. You know, Beautiful. it's like I create opportunity. That is a salesperson. A salesperson is supposed to sell. Like you've got to sell. That is your job. And some people think that just because they're good with their hands, they can't convey value. You don't have to be like me. You just have to be you and be honest, come across transparent, spit out the facts and say, Hey, listen, some other guy might come in here and just put paint here, but let me explain to you what we're doing. We're going to bondo these cracks here. We're going to fill these little holes. We're going to put two coats of enamel on here. It's going to be flawless. We're going to wear booties on our shoes to make sure we don't track in dirt. Those things are valuable. Definitely. You know, Hey, I can see you have really, really nice plants here. What kind of plant is that? Oh, it's a uh, a meridian. I'm not a green thumb. Could be a plant. Uh, um, <laughs> it's a meridian or whatever the heck. Okay. And then they'll say, oh, my great grandfather actually gave me the seed when I was, you know, three years old and I took it with me on all the houses. And, you know, it's just so important. I say, you know what, guess what? I'm going to put an extra note in our project management app to ensure that our project manager covers this thing when we're out here spraying. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you've oh, got to yeah. build well, the you're value. separating yourself, you know, like you're really separating, separating yourself. yourself. Hey, I didn't even think of that. Oh, you didn't think that there could be a company that doesn't care about your great grandfather's Meridian plant here. And they're just going to shoot white paint all over it. Okay. Heck yeah. Uh, you got to You got to really just like understand that concept. So back to project management, it's you and your brother, how's he doing? Good, man. He's picking it up well. And he, you know, just has, he, uh, you guys he has get along to learn. Yeah, we get along fine. I mean, I, I came up on a crew of uh, dudes that are like real, uh, rough. just the real, yeah, real rough, real I rough construction. And you uh, wanting to leave. So, yeah, where I'm getting yeah. at is do you have an, ex- an extraordinary advantage? Um, is that having your brother, somebody you can trust, trust is huge in business. Trust is necessary for growth. Well, and when it comes somebody to- that you know wants to like do well for you, you know, somebody that wants to try, yeah, you know, huge. And you're giving him an opportunity. It's going to help his family and all that. Um, what is stopping you from hiring another person? Oh, uh, bro. I'm, I can't even lie, dude. I got a deck and a half an exterior repaint that I painted the street side of last fall. 
And that's like the one job I have out in front of me that isn't in like some, you know, in between stage with me. How long is that going to take to do that job? Oh, that's easily like a nice little like three week month job. Why do you feel like you have to be on that job full time? Because that's a three week buffer, bro. Yeah, that is a buffer where you can take someone with some painting experience, plug them into that, let them work for three weeks while you figure out how to find another job. And, and your problem is you feel like you got to be hands-on to get it done. Right. You don't, you just need to be there and you can oversee and teach. You have a buffer right now. That's how hiring is going to go for the rest of your business experiences, bringing on people when you're not ready. Got you. But let me tell you something with your brother. Hey, it's your brother. Hey bro. You know, I couldn't get work this week. Easy. Right. Yeah, but when it's a guy that signed up with you and is relying on you and et cetera, that's what it's a happens. Problem. You, you become, yeah. no, it ain't about him. It becomes, it's about you. You become very resourceful because you know that you made a promise to somebody and guess what? You're going to, you're going to find a way to find work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, a lot sure. different. It's a lot different. And trust me, you have a three week window. And honestly, if you take yourself out of the job, okay. That's that, a four that opens window. up yeah. four week window, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's like, bro, like as a business owner, yeah, you're taking the hit. You're not making all your money on that job. You're making a portion because you're giving it to the next guy, but you're building a team. Yeah. True that. It's you know what I'm like, saying? You, yeah. It's just for me, like, and I, I know you know this, but it's like from the infancy of the stage of this business and how like integrally involved I've been in all of it. It's like, just, I know I should, I know I ought to, it's just hard for me to like, let go of that. No, bro, I want you to be, like, I want to be very, very clear. You have to, it's not should or ought to, it's you have yeah. to, or you're going to fail. Like there's, you're in an infancy stage that you've been in way too long. Yeah. Gotcha. You. You, you know what I'm saying? I'm just being honest. Yeah, I want sure. you to no, get you're good. The right information here, because this could dictate what you do next, this conversation. I'm just being honest. You have got to do this or you will always be in this spiral circle. Do you understand? You're always yeah, going to no, be there. You. You're, you're going to be either lacking cash flow. You, you, you know, let me put it this way. Think of three water faucets. Okay. Ready? You got, you yeah. can picture them. Okay. So right now your production water faucet is about a quarter of the way turn. It's just, it's, it's a slow stream. You see that? Yeah. Can you picture that? Okay. Yeah. Your sales water faucet is completely dry. You have no estimates. Okay. Yeah. Do you have any estimates? Yeah. I got a couple right now. All right, turn it one tenth. You get a little bit of a, you know, a maybe, a, maybe yeah. a drip. Okay, not to be confused with drip jobs. All right, and <laughs> then, uh, and then the third water faucet is what? Come on, bro. You have production, you have sales. What's what's the third one? Management. I don't know. Marketing. marketing. Yeah, that's it. Okay, Got your you. marketing one is crusty. It's rusty. Okay? It doesn't want to turn. Dry rotted. There's uh-huh. nothing happening there okay so with that being said they're connected the marketing one isn't producing any water for the sales she isn't producing aren't producing anything for the production okay does that make sense yeah so i'm trying to trickle down from an empty bowl yeah well you're running out of all resources right now until you turn on the marketing valve over here. Gotcha. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Got it. Okay, cool. So the marketing valve needs to be turned on wide open. Don't worry about the money, bro. 
the marketing about by default law of averages. You mm -hmm. do enough marketing, you're going to get enough estimates. You do enough estimates, you're going to get sales. You've got to understand this as a business owner. It's an investment. Is this your first business? Yeah, man, definitely. Beautiful. Love it, man. I'm so excited for you. You have to understand this concept when it comes to money. When you were an employee, what did you do? You made your paycheck and what'd you do? You threw it in the bank, right? Bingo. Paid all my bills. Paid, your, yep, paid all your yeah. bills and then you save what was left. That was it. That's all you had to do. Yeah. Right? Okay. It was easy. It was so easy. As a business owner. There's another step there that no one teaches you. School failed to do this. It would have been a really easy class. I could come in and teach it in one, one 15 minute course. They could pay me. I travel all over the world to teach this concept. If I could ready. Yes, sir. When you get up. When you get money, the first thing you do is you invest so you can make more. Then you spend. Yeah. Then you save. Okay. But you got to keep it coming in. The only way you keep it coming in is by putting it out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay? So, but at some point in the beginning, that's the first hard hit is putting it out. And then from there, every dollar that you make should produce you enough to put back in. So the business becomes self-sufficient, like a big circle. Gotcha. Okay. The initial investment is essentially what you would use to, it's kind of like pulling the cord on a lawnmower. Yeah. Right. But picture yeah. the lawnmower being self-sustaining at that point. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, those concepts. Course, once you get it fired, it's firing on its own. Yeah. Of course, because you're taking $100 and you're saying, okay, for my marketing, I'm going to put $10 so I can make $125 next time. Oh, I have $125. Okay, great. So now I'm going to put the $10 again, but now I can save the 15 out of that 100. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah, how that yeah, works? Yeah. It's like that initial pull. Is going to create you the results, but you have to you have to understand that concept pretty well to make sure it happens. Yeah. So for me, yeah. I have marketing on full stream all mm -hmm. the time, all the time. There's always marketing happening, whether it's just organic marketing from Google just coming in, phone calls, uh, you know, our phone number on Vans, um, you know, paid home advisor, um, Facebook ads, like it's always always on. So then our sales is always on, and then. Yeah. Our production's Pretty always on, dude. Always it never stops. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. But it That's starts it. at the top. Yeah. Starts at the top. Starts at the top. So I hope that that um, kind of gave you some clarity on really what's going to happen if you don't do this. Okay. But the thing is, is that great marketing requires great sales, which we covered. Okay. Mm -hmm. Which I feel like you're going to elevate from here. And then great production. And then great production is a result of you not doing it. That's not great production. If you're doing it, that is not great production. That is, you're you're running all over the place, and then you 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 gotta give someone else the ability to do the work. Yeah, because otherwise, I gotta be there for it to get done, and that's and you, you can know. help early on. You can help. I'm not saying you can't help, but you've got to be building that up. Like you've got to find someone else to work alongside your brother, so you can go do an estimate without feeling pressured. Yeah. Well, also just like, you got to put people in a position to fail for the, I mean, that's the only way I ever learned how to fix stuff. Painting is somebody put me in a spot to where I fucked up and, part yeah. of language, and, uh, and I had to fix it and figure it out. And so it's like, with, if I don't create that for somebody else, I'm always there to fix it. And I'm always there to just do it for them. It's a problem and they're never going to pick it up and never learn that skill. So I, I hear you. Absolutely, man. And I want to ask you this, you know, a little personal, but we're, this is like a health check. Do you have about, do you have a thousand dollars? Yeah. Okay. So essentially the way it should work, are you financing your paint? Um, I usually take a deposit. 
but no, no, no. are you are you, when you go to the paint store do you uh do you pay cash every time uh i just slap it on my business card perfect okay so you finance the paint in other words yeah bingo yeah I'm take, yeah exactly you put it on a business you don't you don't use the sherman williams account uh just the town i'm in right now we just got a ben moore here so. oh you used to ben moore they don't have financing um, I know that like, um, my buddies just rack up a bill there all month and get a bill at the end of the month. Yeah. It's you, but it's 0%. Just so you know, I don't know if that's what you get on your card. No, that's a good point though. I'll definitely have to check that out. Yeah. 0% usually is what they do anyway. Just so you know, like that's freeing up your cash flow for this initial spark that you're trying to do. You know, you're trying to do, you gotta, you gotta have enough to sustain your worker, which the job will pay for that. You gotta yeah. have enough to sustain yourself. And then you gotta have enough to invest in marketing off the bat. So for you, you should put all your paint for the next month on a card or on this account. So you don't have to pay for that with the deposits. The Up deposits front, are going to, so yeah. The put deposits, that in marketing so I can. Yes. The, the deposits can be used for marketing and of course, employees. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. And usually marketing, you have a little buffer of time before you have to pay that, but the employees can't wait. So the employees are the first one that you pay. And then again, you know, that, that, that cycle. So again, what I'm saying is, is that you have an opportune time period. You do have a job that could go three weeks, four weeks. I think you should put out an ad today and see what you get. Being honest, because I don't Got think you. you're going to have this opportunity just as golden as what you have right now. You know, and, and honestly, you have to see what you're looking for. And that's important. So do you see your brother as somebody who can run a job without you? Yeah, absolutely. Like I've just been like in the thick of it just because there's so many uh, from exterior to exterior. I know, you know, there's just like, you might do this on one exterior and the very next exterior, that yep. would be the wrong way. And so like, not, again, like you, again, I'm not saying that you can't be a part of the operation. You just can't be the operation. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I totally feel confident in terms yeah. of his communication abilities okay. with other people and Love like it. his so understanding. He understands so. the dynamic of the job. He can, he can do it. Yeah. Okay. So you don't really need a project manager, right? No. He's the project manager, right? I mean, definitely, especially if I were to bring on another person and leave those two Good, people behind. We just got to understand go what to. we're looking for because your hiring challenge drops dramatically with not having to find someone that can run a job, bro. Just so you know, you have a goal, bro. Hear me, please. You have a golden opportunity right now, dude. Please listen to me and you will hit another point. You're going to make a hire this week. You have to, bro, because ultimately, like, you have an ideal project manager in your brother, you have money, you have, you know, a job yeah. that you can string out and put this guy on to just give you some time to find another one. And then the momentum never stops. You're always going to be chasing that next job to keep your team busy chasing. And then eventually it builds up and you're like, okay, cool. I need to add another guy and get another team. And then eventually you have this organization. Beautiful. You know what I'm saying? But it starts, yeah, like but it now. starts now. Yeah. It's so go time. Like, but yeah, it's go time, but you got to realize though, this guy's project manager, your brother. Okay. So hear me out. You don't need a project manager. You need somebody who maybe at some point has either painted or worked in construction that you can mold into being somebody that jives with your brother. So you're really looking for somebody that wants to work in the trades that you can pull out their personality and say, yeah, he's, he's going he's gonna to work well with my brother. He's going to listen to me. I can tell he's going to show up on time. I could tell he's invested in learning. How much would you pay for someone like that per hour? Oh, like just for somebody to start with not actually a ton of painting experience. Say he has some painting there. experience. Let's say he can cut. 20 bucks an hour. Love it, dude. You're ready. You're motivated. It's, I mean, it's well worth it for me and uh, to keep somebody on, 
you know? So now let me ask you this legality wise, do you have anything set up for payroll? Do you have anything that makes sure that taxes are being taken out? Nah. Okay. So we need to get that because ultimately when you bring someone into your world, you know, you're taking responsibility and that's probably a hurdle that you're like, I don't understand. So let's talk about it. So I had the same issue when I first started, I had no workers comp, didn't even know what it was or why I needed it. Right. Had no payroll. Okay. Didn't know what it was or why I needed it. Just here, write the check. Just thundering on. Yeah. I think we've all been there. Okay. So really what I just want you to understand is that Dude, there's so many good programs now that just make it so freaking easy, dude. So one that I love is called Gusto. It's an online program. The initial setup takes like an hour and a half. You put in your company information. You put in the guy's email that you hire, okay? And essentially, it sends him an email. He onboards, puts in all of his information. You don't have to worry about paperwork. You don't got to do nothing. End of the week, all you do is say, hey, Joe made 40 hours and it cuts the check out of your bank account, takes the taxes out, pays the tax agencies, gives Joe his money in his bank account, and and it facilitates workers' comp. Workers' comp comes out as well. Damn, dude. That's a, that's a one-stop shop right there, dude. I dude, like that. Bro, it's under 100 bucks a month. And you said it's you called it. uh, Gusto? Gusto. And there's a link for those listening uh, in the description of my podcast. And I'll send you the link. So if you guys are interested, that was not a planned spot, but it's just important because I use paychecks, which is like an agency that facilitates it for you. Um, But this is way better because you have the power and it's way cheaper. So after we get off of this, I'll give you a little more information on that. But essentially, again, don't let that be the hurdle stopping you from taking applications, please. Because like, you know, you could take applications today and I can help you align that within the next couple of days to where when that guy actually comes on, boom, he's in there and boom. But you need to be doing that for your brother and you need to be paying yourself. And you, you know, those are some things that you need to be thinking about. Your brother should be getting a paycheck through a payroll system at this point. Yeah, definitely. He's going to want to do a tax return at the end of the year. Yeah, for sure. And then I'm going to be in some shit for sure. (laughs) Gotcha. Well, we want to get you out of that now. And it's not too late. Okay. You got to just do it now. These are business owner decisions that need to be made. They're hard. They suck. They cost money. But guess what? It's your foundation. You can't expand your company on a weak foundation. It will come back. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The crack will form if you don't get it set up right. The crack's forming. It's just a matter of how high you want to go with a form crack. Go down and fix the damn crack. Yeah. I hear you, man. You know? All right. So, so a couple action steps, man. Number one, never tell anyone again that they have to ask, ask them their budget ever. Number yeah, two, for sure. number two, gusto, man. Let's get that up and running. Number three, applications for hiring. $20 an hour is what you're going for. We need workers comp. I know you need workers comp. Do you need workers comp in Oregon? Uh, we need workers comp in Oregon. We got a pretty like we'll facilitate cheap company out here. Yeah. Just don't worry about the, co- like you're starting a business that really requires zero startup costs. You literally started it so cheap. There's no office. You don't need an office. You're probably running with your vehicle that you had. You know, I mean, you literally Thank paid you. nothing to get started, right? That, that's the whole thing that got me into it, man. Just, I worked in other trades. I worked in other things and the, the barrier to entry yeah, was equipment. so low on painting. Yeah, Dude, exactly. So I could actually do okay. it, you know? Now it's time to invest, bro. Gotcha. So you, 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 you validated your idea. You've made some money. Now let's legitimize. So this is something that gives you a foundation for the rest of your life, your family. Maybe you pass this on to your four-year-old. who's going to be taking over when he gets older or she gets older, you know, and okay. have a legacy to leave behind instead of, you know, something different. 
yeah, no, well, like I started to learn from like a third gen painter and like, uh, wh whenever I just like started to process that and like what a leg up, like his dad gave him that his dad gave him and just like a, just like a yeah, real, but guess what? This guy that you're telling me about doesn't seem like the ideal business owner. You know, we had a brief conversation about the, the equipment that he used and the environment that was created. So take what you loved for now sure. Take what you wish was there and create that based off of what you saw and you will have a business that people enjoy coming to work to. Definitely. For sure, man. You know, um, but you got to have that foundation, right? So um, we'll talk a little bit more, man. I'd love to chat with you more. Was this helpful? Dude, this was so incredibly helpful. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. And I really like, I'm grateful that you just give it so freely, dude. It means a lot Absolutely, to me. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I want to see you succeed, brother. I'm going to cut this off. We'll chat for a little bit afterwards. Um, and uh, we'll catch you maybe on the next one, dude. Maybe we'll do another one of these after uh you hit a hit another hit another threshold. Awesome, man. Appreciate it. Awesome, man. Sweet, dude. Right. Thank you, man. Hey, I just want to take a second to thank you for joining me here on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Um, I'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know that my passion is coaching people, helping people. Um, I've changed my Instagram name to at contractor coach. And I did that because that is my passion. I want to help you. So please reach out to me. If you have an issue going on in your business, send me an email, find me on Instagram, message me, and let's do a breakthrough session. I want to work through your problems in your business to help you get to that next level. And, and one thing that I always say is this, you know, the difference between those that get over the humps and the hurdles in business is just a change in perspective. And that's what I plan to offer you. So Get with me, message me, allow me to help you take your business to the next level.